0: Hey, welcome to the original brew collective podcast thank you so much for tuning in my name is ben and i'm robert and we are on another episode where we are reviewing a different beer from a different brewery and we are really excited we're drinking a beer from bottle logic today so robert you want to tell us a little bit more about the beer we're drinking yeah
1: absolutely so bottle logic if you've never heard of them um you need to hear of them and you have now so <laughs> step one congratulations done congratulations uh, they're located in anaheim california um i actually when i was got this release i picked up a few bottles because they're highly sought after and so i was able to make a handful of trades for some other incredible styles which we'll get into in a different episode or something i um, very excited but today we are drinking bottle logic we're drinking fundamental observation which is a barrel aged imperial vanilla style so this one specifically uh was released this year 2019 actually not too long ago a couple months ago i believe Um, But it's made with an imperial stout with Madagascar vanilla beans and aged in a blend of bourbon barrels. Coming in at 13.55 ABV. Um, Really excited, like we said, this is going to be our first review of a Bottle Logic. I, at one point, was able to go to Bottle Logic on a Disneyland trip because it's Anaheim. You know, Disneyland, Bottle Logic, Mm -hmm. you have to do it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, this is going to be the first one we reviewed. Um, This one, uh, just for reference, and they have all these like indicators on their labels, um, is good for celery and saving, if you choose. And not to be confused with celery or yeah. anything, no <laughs> involvement in celery, when I say cellaring. just put it in this It does cellar. sound a little similar. Yeah, it does, so to avoid any confusion. Um, or you cool. can drink it fresh. Um, it actually, I think they do recommend that you, this one will be better if you cellar and save, mm-hmm. um, but we're drinking it fresh. Sorry. We don't want to wait. No, we don't want to wait, we're too excited. Um, Plus, I may or may not have another one that will be aging. So, yeah. Um, So, I will crack this one open. Ben, um, do you want to describe uh, what kind of like the label looks like? Yeah, there is, so if you're just, uh, if you're not watching, if you're just listening, the label is actually
0: pretty, there's a lot going on with the label. It kind of looks like a piece of parchment paper, right? Yeah, it looks like a piece of parchment paper. It's really cool graphically. There's a lot um, going on, but there's the bottle logic. Logo on there with and it has a, a light bulb for their logo and says Bottle Logic and the uh, it's like a teal blue and silver um, art and it has just a bunch of random graphics on it with different sayings and I don't know exactly what it says but I think it looked like it was kind of like a fun saying about about the beer itself but. It's, it's cool. I like it. I like the way they put it together. Yeah. I remember we had another set of
1: theirs, and it looked similar to that, so I think they have Yeah, a, it's the theme. They're sticking with the theme. I yeah. think I'm going to have to give Ben a little bit more. It was a little heavy on the pour for myself. Knowing teku, that's probably about half. So today, I'm going to be—oh my gosh, I can smell it already. It smells incredible. Today, I'm going to be drinking out of the classic teku. Ben, what are you drinking out of? I am drinking this out of a snifter. Yeah, which is, some might argue that's actually the better glassware for this beer. Um, Teku is just a good, Mm -hmm. good piece of glassware for trying any beer. Yeah, definitely. So the color on this one, this board, really dark, looking really dark. Yep. Like, motor oil dark. And the head is, it's a tan, but I feel like in comparison to some of the other stouts we've had recently, it's a little bit of a darker, slightly darker tan. Yeah. At least around the sides.
0: It's great head retention, though. Yeah,
1: awesome head retention. That, uh... That head, when you swirl it around the glass, that be around the glass leading a nice, thick, heavy coating, it takes a while to go away. Yeah, Josh, I feel it's like above average. It looks creamy. Yeah, it does, it looks heavy, mm-hmm. which I really like. And let's see what we get on the nose. Yeah. You can smell the bourbon. You can. Yeah, absolutely. Smells like chocolate. Yeah, bourbon. I
0: was going to say cacao. Like, yeah, you chocolate. Yeah. That I'm I'm not
1: not smells really good. Are you, I'm not getting a whole lot of vanilla. No, I'm not picking up on any sweetness on the nose from the vanilla. I'm getting mostly chocolate and bourbon. Yeah.
0: Want to try it? Yeah, let's do it.
1: Wow, That is super good and there's a lot of vanilla actually. There is. I'm getting a ton of vanilla and like right up front tons of vanilla and you get the nice bourbon characteristics. I'm not getting a whole lot of, I guess on the back end there's a a mild like cacao chocolate notes. Mm -hmm. This is very good so far and I'm really excited. I think this is definitely only going to get better as it warms up and opens up a bit. This is really good. I I know why this is so highly rated. I think it's about a 4.5 on untapped.
0: I will say I, cause you can definitely smell the bourbon, but it doesn't burn that much. Yeah. Drinking it. You no, know it doesn't. It's
1: smooth. Yeah. You know what? As the, the flavors kind of linger in my mouth after taking that, the last sip I just took, I'm almost getting like a little bit of a chocolate and coffee profile also. Yeah. Is good? I could definitely get the coffee as well. Yeah. This is a really good wow. beer. I like this oh. a lot. what do you think about the mouthfeel?
0: It's, um, I would say medium heavy. It's not super heavy to me.
1: Yeah. We've had heavier. I would say uh, I would say medium heavy for sure. Maybe I would actually say light heavy or heavy. Okay. But in comparison to other beers we've had yeah. as of late, actually, I agree with you mm-hmm. in comparison. It
0: is pretty creamy though. Yeah, it is. It has this that really creamy because it looks the head looks super creamy and yeah the the mouthfeel is it's a creamy mouthfeel, which is really
1: nice. Yeah. When we were uh, I think the last two episodes, we were filming on vacation, from a vacation home, and on that trip, we didn't review it, but we did have another Bottle Logic that Mm -hmm. we got, and that was, it had an interesting name, like, Astronomica something. It was a a coconut-themed one, and it was very good. That one was really, that one was pretty, I remember that That one was pretty thick. Yeah yeah and we drank that one on the beach we did a perfect place to drink a coconut yeah beer. that it's was that was great on the beach that was fantastic uh, speaking of which so we filmed the last two from a vacation home in sea ranch california which is on the northern coast you might notice if you're watching with us right now on youtube that we do have a different setting right now mm-hmm. so this is the music room <laughs> so uh we are currently out of our original uh filming room we are temporarily in what we like to call the music room. So you notice on the wall behind us, it's an ugly brown, but uh, ignore that. <laughs> we, do have, we, do. we didn't paint it that. Yeah. It came like that. Yeah. Uh, we have a symbol. We have a bunch of really great albums, actually. So we have, uh, moving from your left if you're watching, you can't really see fully, but we have Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. We have the Fleet Foxes. Not the biggest fan. Oh, okay. Ben loves the Fleet <laughs> Foxes. Too. My wife loves the Fleet Foxes. That's where I live right there. <laughs> Frank Sinatra, good old Bob Marley. We have Code Line, which is arguably one of my favorite albums. It's a great ben album. Ben loves it as well. Yeah. Then the Beatles, Classic Abbey Road. So we have a bunch of vinyls hung up in frame. So we're we'll in right. good company. Yeah, we are in good company. <laughs> hey, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's eyeing our beer. Frank Sinatra up there. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then you can't see this, not in your shot. We have a piano. We have a cello. We have. Uh, a bunch of guitars, some ukuleles, if you're Polynesian or Filipino or an Islander, maybe you call it an ukulele, (laughs) teach the realm. And then actually, so I should correct myself, this is the music room slash homebrewing room because over there in the corner where you can't see, we have a kegerator um, and everything you need to make your own homebrews. It's a music room, home room. It's a great room. Yeah. It's a really great room. (laughs) Good vibes going on in here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, we have a fun fact. Every episode we do a fun fact. Yeah. And so today's fun fact is, at any given time, 0.7% of the world is drunk, which means right now 50 million people are drunk. Sounds surprising. Yeah, a few more sips and we're gonna make it fifty million and <laughs> two. That is that. That's a lot, though. Yeah, I mean like, the world is million. billions, right? I wonder so. if it is that on average. Like yeah, the, yeah. You're, I mean that's a statistic, so it's like an average. Because I wonder how much it goes up on the weekends. You know. Yeah, but, actually. But fifty million at any given time. Oh my goodness. You. I feel like your time, your window would be greater. Like yeah. wherever is ahead, or wait. I guess, wherever is behind. Whatever is, like, are the most behind? lagging in the world, we are behind, like, from other regions of the yeah, world.
0: Yeah, are we the most behind?
1: <laughs> like, USA? I feel I like we don't want to sound dumb. We shouldn't, <laughs> get, we shouldn't, we shouldn't get into this topic. <laughs> <laughs> but whoever is the furthest behind, probably their Friday evening would be the most. Mm-hmm. Because those other people, at least, are still to, probably on the weekend. Yeah, I feel like
0: yeah. We, just, I feel like we are the most behind. Because when you're, during New Year's, all yeah. the different countries were the... We'd but be. I don't know if Hawaii... anyways I mean, Hawaii is a few hours behind us. Is it? Okay, Cal- so I think Hawaii... I think it might, might be two hours.
1: Interesting. Behind California time.
0: Pacific. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But that's
1: fun. Thank you. 50 million. And now. 50 million. <laughs> and someone just ordered it up. And another person. And now. 50 Dang, million. That's crazy. Yeah. Fun fact. That is fun. It I is. like that. It is. And it's fun for those 50 million people, too. Yeah, I'm Yeah, I don't... But, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are we talking about today then? So today we
0: kind of, well, there's something that I kind of want to talk about. And okay. So it's, we, we did this before where it was just whatever we wanted to talk about and not really have something set. And so we could, it doesn't just have to be on this, we can it past this, but um, have you ever heard of the singularity of what that is? I'm not sure. Okay. okay, so, and I just want to hear like what your what your thoughts are on it. So I'll explain it to you what it is. Okay. So this is going back. we had an episode where we talked about technology. Yeah, so the singularity is pretty much when humans, because tech, technology is advancing every single day. And like that's the point of technology. The point of technology is to continue advancing. And so the singularity is when, um, humanity and technology essentially become one, and what what that means is like humans create a technology that is essentially a human
1: AI, right? right? Like yeah, a, uh, like yeah, AI. AI, but it's like because they say AI exists, but isn't AI actually AI like does exist. It, I thought AI was artif- artificial intelligence yeah. where it's actually like learning. Like, did you ever see the yeah? Movie, no, uh, yeah, I, exactly. I, I'm probably gonna say the name wrong but it's like Ex Machina or Ex Machina. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was, in that movie, if you've never seen it, and I don't wanna, I won't give it away too, too much. It's a really good movie, you should watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, yeah, it's on Netflix, but it's about AI and this guy, essentially, he's like the creator of a major search engine like Google, and he his goal is to create like the first actual AI. And so it's a, not a human, but would pass out of a human and be like undetectable. So that's what you're referring
0: to. So this is, yeah, essentially. And so what it is, is it's kind of, I forget who it was or who it is. I didn't go, I just was kind of reading on it and heard about it and looked it up and, but it's it's like, it's predicted that in 2030 or 2040, that we're going to be at this point. And that's not that far away. No. And so, but what that means is we're as humans, and not, obviously not us, but humans, humankind is going to create something. It's going to be the the best creation that they could ever create. And it's essentially going to be replicating what a human is as a robot. Yeah. And so what that means is when they create that robot, and it's, it's just called the singularity, but when they create that, those are going to Start making things that are better than themselves, but not something that humans could create. Does that make sense? Uh And so, when that starts happening, humans
1: are gonna that is like the decline. That's where I get confused, though, is how can a machine create? I mean, I guess our just minds can't comprehend
0: it because we're creating something that can create, is where it's gonna get.
1: Because it's going to be. But it's humanity. only going to know as much as we know, or as much as we can teach it, as much as the world the has to offer. But that's it.
0: the thing. Technology knows so much more than us already. Because um, I mean, if you have Wi-Fi, I guess. Because if you Google, knows vastly more than I could ever know. Oh, right. You but know?
1: that. Okay. So yeah, I agree. But to the point where, like, it only knows as much as all human know combined. Mm-hmm. Right. I. I don't know that's interesting now, I but mean, I, I like possible. what what it's
0: predicted is that because technology is always learning, yeah, you know, and I mean, kind of like that movie, you know it's it's gonna learn more than humans could ever even comprehend, and I don't know, I just heard about it and thought it was pretty interesting. <laughs> Where did you hear that? Uh, I heard it in a podcast that I was listening to, okay. and then I saw
1: some articles on it okay. that I was reading about so yeah, I don't think it's that far off. You know what I think is actually... It's kind of it's crazy. You know what I think is interesting think though, is you think uh, AI is the future and having like these robots that look like humans and they're indistinguishable, but I also think that the future is going towards, uh, what is it, what is that called, the alternate reality, um, like a different AR. Right? AR? Oh, VR. Virtual virtual reality. Right, thank you. So, virtual reality. um, So, they have like everyone probably knows of Oculus. So, like those goggle things that you put on. But there are like uh, virtual clubs and stuff that actually do already exist. And so, so random. I was watching this documentary in Paris Hilton DJs. I don't know if she's good. I would suspect no, but she actually does DJ. And her and a team of people- You said this was a documentary? Yeah. Okay. It was a documentary on like influencers. Okay. And her and like this team are working on creating this virtual reality where, and I think they're already doing it in test phases at least, where she literally has her like avatar and she like on her goggles and simulators or whatever it be and she literally is DJing in this VR world and really? everyone plugs in. Everyone really? at home plugs in. This and, and this is already happening? They're already testing it. Working they're testing, and building it. Testing, yeah they're okay. building it out and they showed at least in the documentary they were showing it and stuff like what it looks like. So so, they made it look like it was already there. Uh, I don't know what bugs or whatnot they're working through what step they're on but they showed you what it was like and it was Literally she had an avatar, she's up on this stage DJing, none of it's actually real, and you can log in from home, put on your Oculus or whatever it is, and go into that world and like interact with other people and stuff.
0: Why do I want to go to
1: that? It's like that movie, <laughs> you, uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One. It's like that. And that is, I, I mean that's for sure going to be the thing. So here's a question. Sporting yeah. events. Oculus, you can yeah. watch. You can I can attend sporting events and sit front and center, and and not have to pay. Like you pay for your subscription to the like you know whatever streaming service or sports streaming service it is, like ESPN or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think that sitting at sporting events is going to kind of become irrelevant too. Yeah. they can sell those up front row seats. They can tier those package plans for the sporting event streaming services, where they can sell that same seat over and over and over again for less, but making way more money than someone who's actually gonna go pay $1,000 for that front row seat. Yeah. So I think that's absolutely where the future's gonna be. Yeah, okay, here's a question. Yeah. Do you think, I think it's kind
0: of crazy how it seems as though Hollywood, and not necessarily Hollywood, but in movies and shows, it kind of predicts stuff that happens. So do you think it's, like Black Mirror, there's a lot of stuff in that show that are kind of, it's kind of starting to happen. Like, yeah. there's talks of, um, there's an episode where someone has an implant in their eye, and there's talks about technology coming out where you are going to be able to get that, or something in your ear, like just an earpiece, I don't know. And it seems like there's these, like, movies come out and that are predicting the future. And that's, that's been happening for years. Exactly, like, but books. do you think it's based, do you think Hollywood somehow... Knows or do you think it's based
1: off of that? They're like, oh, that'd be a cool thing that we could create. I think that it could potentially be an influencer on the fact, like, hey, like we could actually do that, like once we get the technology. But I also think that. It's realistic things that could happen, and these authors are kind of, like, coming up with it, but within a decent amount of reason. Or they hear about something yeah. and expand on it. And I do think, yeah, thinking about it, if
0: you, because people in Hollywood are very creative people, yeah. and so people who know how to do tech see that, and they're like, oh, we could actually make that happen. Right. And since it's happened in this movie or whatever, people would
1: want it. I don't know. So Yeah. I know you were... You, I don't know what you are actually referencing when you mentioned the thing in your ear but you know there are uh, these little like i want to they're I, I guess i'll call them headphones or headsets kind of situation i think they're used by some like intense military like i don't know if it's navy seals or what it's a little pad they stick onto their like jaw around their jawbone cheekbone and they hear in their ear oh, really? it, like picks it like picks up the audio and it I've vibrates the bone yeah. And it's like they have an earpiece so that they can hear everything perfectly, like if if Oh, family, so you're
0: not interfering
1: so with that you can hear else. what's around you yeah. perfectly, but you also are hearing as if you're wearing headphones. It would be interesting, like I wonder all the tech that militaries have. You oh, know? I'm sure it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I was I've had conversations multiple times with people about how I think learning a language is gonna become obsolete. Because we have for, for and... years, we've had the technology to on our like on our phones. And granted, it has not been up to par. But to like say things and have it translate, usually the translation has been poor. I've talked to a few people that said they've used that technology on their phones in the last two years, and they said it was spot on. Where enough, where the other user, completely in different these foreign countries, completely understood what their phone was saying to them. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's going to be obsolete, and especially or learning languages will be obsolete, and especially like, mm-hmm. you know, the cheekbone thing, and these other options, and actually, AirPods. You People who have AirPods are always walking around wearing them. So what's preventing so cool. Apple from, you know, using those as a translator? And so you could be talking to someone and, in a different language, and they're just translating it right wow. in your ear. Wow. Yeah. The future... It's here. It's here. It's now. The future is now. <laughs> so. Speaking of the future and now, which is now. So, like, I don't know, ten minutes ago, we're talking about how this beer is going to be great when it opens up. We're now in the future. We are. The future is now. This all makes sense. What do you? (laughs) What are you thinking? I'm gonna take another sip. I'm getting a lot more vanilla, actually, even now, Mm -hmm. which is nice. I feel like it's a lot more bold. Like you take your sip, you get vanilla and then it just kind of gradually comes in more There's and more. There's a lot of vanilla. There's a lot of vanilla. It's way more bold. Like, yeah. Like mid-sip. Mm-hmm. It just like kind of just keeps growing and growing. It's really good.
0: I'm getting mostly
1: vanilla and not really that much chocolate anymore. And it's, yeah. And it's not like a generic vanilla though. It's like a complex, I mean, it's an incredible vanilla flavor on this. A Really good vanilla profile yeah, on this Yeah, for sure. Um, once again. We are drinking an incredible beer from Bottle Logic. This is Fundamental Observations, coming in at 13.5 ABV. This is a barrel aged Imperial Vanilla stout, brewed in a blend of bourbon barrels. If you're watching, holding it up once more. Very good beer. If you can get your hands on it, do so. You know what, if you want it, I might be able to get it. So if you're interested and want to do a trade, let me know and I'll see if I can get more. It's. Not super hard to come by in our area, just because I think that the one place that got it, not a lot of people realize have it, mm-hmm. and so it's been there for a while. Um, but usually, yeah, I, I in the comments on Instagram and stuff, I see that people are like looking for this one. So if you're interested, let me know, yeah. we'll broker a trade. I've already uh, sent off a few of these. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna enjoy the rest of this. Yeah, I mean, It's opened up really nice. Even it's more really vanilla. Really the Vanilla profile, like we said, is incredible on this one. We're gonna keep sipping this one. Thank you so much for joining. If you wanna follow us on social media, Ben, where can they follow us? You can follow us on
0: Instagram and Facebook at Original Brew Collective, and then on Twitter at Brew Original.
1: You can subscribe to this YouTube channel. Yes, please. the podcast. And you can thumbs up. Raise the like, thumbs up. Review a and comment. And yeah. yeah. And then yeah, wherever you're streaming the podcast, if you're streaming the podcast, feel free to subscribe and review as well. We always love to hear from you. I appreciate any review. Um, you can actually follow us on our own personal Instagrams. We have our own personal beer Instagrams. Um, I am at Robert underscore OBC. Yes, and I'm at Benjamin underscore OBC. So yeah, if you would be so kind, to give us a follow. Give Original Brute Collective a follow. Even more important, we really do appreciate that. And also, give Bottle Logic a follow. They're making yeah, some sure. incredible beers. They're, they just released, and I don't know how I feel about it, they recently released, um, not just, uh, but recently, uh, a matter of weeks ago, released, a, it was like a pumpkin spice-inspired <laughs> They didn't. Stout. They did. Oh my gosh. You know what, though? Knowing them is probably absolutely incredible. I like pumpkin I'm do. not one for pumpkin spice-themed in the fall, yeah. but that, I mean, from them and a stout form.
0: Yeah, I've been in a stout form. Sounds
1: incredible. Yeah. So maybe we'll try to get our hands on that one. interesting. But, in the meantime, thanks for joining. <laughs> Give us a follow. Like. Like. I almost said like. I did t- say <laughs> t- like. Like, review, and comment. We're gonna close this one out with a cheers. We always close out with the cheers. Cheers to you as always, but also cheers to Frank Sinatra sitting oh, behind goodness. us on the wall. Looking thirsty, dreamy voice. Thanks Frank for all your music. <laughs> yes, thank Cheers you. to you Frank. <laughs>
0: cheers. <laughs>